Welcome to the LifePurpose.com podcast. The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Allman. And I'm Gabriel Sarah. And today's episode is about what 2023 taught us about our life's purpose. As the year is winding down and we decided to take a break, I'm looking forward to that time off. It's really great to see what we have accomplished in these last six months, especially. And I feel like at this stage, if we are to take lifepurpose.com to the next level, having a little bit of time to rest and recover and see the bigger picture once again, is going to be absolutely necessary so i'm looking forward to the next few weeks off today is going to be the last episode that we record for a while as we end 2023 and we get ready for 2024 how do you feel about this breakup coming in this time that we're going through as we transition into winter i feel it's absolutely necessary and i feel the deep call and the necessity to shut down and to hibernate and to retrieve, I feel it. And to embrace that time of going within. It's absolutely necessary. And if you go against that, it can create a lot of disturbance in your life, for sure. Last year, we lived apart and you had an Airbnb. You had your own little cabin house that was a little bit secluded and you had some of that time to yourself. Do you feel like you were able to sharpen your mental blade and mentally be okay? And do you feel like this time that you're going to have now is going to be, is going to be beneficial for you to sharpen your blade as well? Do you feel like you're going to get the same rest and recovery here as you did in your Airbnb cabin? I did not. I did not have a real recovery at the Airbnb. Last year, I felt like I was running away, trying to find a place, but it was not a recovery. I was going through challenging times and it was not a break. I was going through a lot of internal challenges and physical pain and health challenges. With your skin? With my skin, with the diet and all of a sudden, got major allergic reactions to a lot of food and at times I thought I would just go crazy and here and now I feel the same again once again and I feel like as nothing has changed I find myself here again in the same emotional state as last year and that's just my truth as of right now but I know that this is just temporary I was not happy with the place I stood last year I don't feel happy with the place I stay this year. I don't feel my life is in alignment with where I want it to be. And I feel very unhappy as of right now. And I feel very misplaced. I feel like I'm a fish that was placed somewhere in the desert. And I don't know how long I can cope and live in the desert anymore. I need to go back to where I belong. And I feel so wrong. Being in this place feels so foreign. I get haunted by nightmares for days, waking up in my own sweat, 
So you ask me if the players last year felt like, I don't know, I can't remember what your question was, but you asked if it was a good place for me to have a break. No, it wasn't. It wasn't because it's like for the last two, three years, just dealing with stuff. And I feel like it's my, it has been my responsibility to clear out so many family curses and generation of curses and I'm so freaking done with it. I don't feel my truth anymore. I don't feel who I am anymore. And I just want to be at a place where I can truly rest. I feel like I'm carrying, I'm carrying energetic burdens of my aunt who lived here. I feel like I'm carrying baggage of my father. And I just want to feel me. I just want to be me. And I'm going to get help. I cannot deal with this myself anymore. I cannot, I need, I need help. I need someone to help me with this. For an entire year or two, the skin has not been getting better. I'm done with it. I need professional help. This is a generational theme. I'm going off topic. Please forgive me. Well, I think that's also the great thing then about what you're feeling, because if you're not happy with your life right now, and I was there for the last two years, especially, I was definitely there mentally. And I was at the point where I felt like giving up on my life. And I had to summon up the inner strength and I had to go back to a version of myself where I could harness some inner strength and be strong and not feel sorry for myself because no one else was going to help me out of the situation and I had to really dig deep and that time away that you had away from me and that time that I had to myself it, I agree with you it wasn't a break it wasn't necessarily me resting and recovering it was me going to my own lab and figuring out my stuff and figuring out my weak points and working on myself and working on my mental state and working on my emotional state. Let me ask you now, when you when you think of break, when you think of rest, recovery, and sharpening your mental blade, I know that you're not happy with being here in this apartment with the screaming boy. We're in the city. It's not it's we've you've got your aunt's history here. I wake up I, I wake up every day with Deep anxieties. I've never had that before. I need to figure this out. Exactly. So... I feel paralyzed at times stepping into the kitchen where I literally have freeze and I can't move. Okay, so we got to stop there because, again, remember Tony Robbins, what you focus on, you can't focus on two things at once and I'm not trying to have you stay in this pity, feel sorry for yourself state. You've got to make a change, Emma. You know that. I already suggested to you the things that you can do to work on your physiology, to work on your mental state. It's up to you now if you want to do that or not, okay? But regardless, focusing on the sharpening the mental blade, the big ones, why is it important to take this break? Why is it important to take this rest? Why is it important to take this time off? You said that you're not feeling that you're getting that rest and the re that recovery here. You also said that at the Airbnb cabin, that you were staying at, you said it wasn't recovering, it wasn't a rest, it wasn't a break time for you. What is 
the environment for you for rest, recovery, sharpening your mental blade? What does that practice look like to you? What does that definition mean to you? I, I think the good thing is that you have the contrast. Now you know what that that does not feel like. Tell us what that would feel like for you to be able to take a break, sharpen your mental blade, because this all is going to affect how you're going to live your life purpose in 2024 and beyond. Going to Visoko in Bosnia, staying at the pyramids for a month that I was recovering. That was a place where I could sharpen my blade and everything healed. I found peace. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it is Austria or if it is the city that we're in or if it is a story in my mind or something that I carry generationally about living with others or living with you that is causing me to not feel good. Maybe it's a program that I have or something that I carry, I don't know, that is not allowing me to rest. Maybe this is something from my father that I have copied because that's what he has been saying. He can't rest in the home. He can't rest in the home. You said something very important a few minutes ago about not being happy. And you also said something a few episodes ago. I can't remember. We've made almost 40 episodes now. We've recorded almost 40 episodes and published them. In one of those episodes, though, you were talking about your job in London. And you were saying that at the time when you worked those jobs that you didn't like, you didn't look, you didn't fully commit yourself. You didn't find the joy in the working of those jobs. Looking back on it, you said something about like you wish you had been a little bit more joyful and put on that smile because it was temporary. Is this the same situation? Is this a similar situation where you are postponing your happiness because what you see with your physical eyeballs does not match the image that you have in your mind for love land, for rest, for recovery, for sharpening the blade. Yeah. Is that a possibility? Yeah. Even though every single day it's part of my habit and my routine to visualize and to feel being in love land and it still does not undo the inner contrast that I feel. What can you do during this break? Whether it's from now until until late January, what can you do to figure out for yourself what you need to do to sharpen your blade to come back mentally strong, mentally sharp, so that you can put your full focus and effort and energy onto lifepurpose.com, do what you have to do, and contribute your part to make Loveland, the mountain homes, a reality. I'm going to ask for help. From my perspective, what I can say about taking this time off, taking this break, taking this rest and recovery, I think that resting and recovery is incredibly important, especially because when it comes to your purpose in life, if you're going at this every single day like we have been doing, especially in the last few months in particular, at least I know I have. I've been doing this constantly over and over and over again. And it does get tiring. So I think it is important to take some time off to reflect, to look back at the year, to look back and celebrate and have something to look forward to and use this time wisely. 
I don't know how many of you are interested, but I'm going to be doing a review of the year. I'm going to be thinking about what I need to do upcoming. I'm going to be focusing on my vision traction organizer. What do I want for my life? My roadmap for my life. Maybe you want your own individual roadmap. Maybe you want a lifepurpose.com roadmap, roadmap for your life purpose. We made an episode about that just a couple of weeks ago. And I'm going to use this time to rest and receive. I'm going to use this time to focus on the things that bring me joy that's in my capacity to do. Because if I wait for Loveland, I'm postponing my happiness. I'm postponing my happiness. And at any moment, our lives can be over. We can die at any moment. And I'm not going to postpone my happiness. I'm not going to postpone my po- my purpose because the circumstances aren't correct. This is really important. And I think this comes back down to, once again, your aunt and your biological father. Your biological father was telling me when we were in Croatia around 2020, when the whole lockdown situation happened, he was saying, I have all this information. I have all this knowledge that I could share with people about what's going on in the world. But he doesn't. Why? Because out of a fear, out of the supposed story that he's told himself that he needs to protect his family. And now, at the end of this year, 2023, he's in the hospital. He's not doing too well physically. His health is suffering. He worked a job for many years that he was not happy with. And then at the end, he retired. And I don't know what was he was feeling. I don't know what was going through his head. But maybe at this stage now, he's thinking, like, what am I going to contribute now with my remaining years here? And this is something that your mom had shared with you. He, she shared with us. He said that he felt he feels left alone by life and by everything and everyone. But that's what he wanted. Yes. And that was, that's him experiencing the effects of the cause of his energy. Of what he said, the words he spoke. And I remember I was saying the same thing too last year. It's not just that, but it's also not appreciating what you have. You're not appreciating the people around you until everything is gone. And then you are like, man, shit, I feel left alone. What happened? Don't take people for granted. Don't take things for granted. Don't take your current life circumstances for granted. Every day is a gift. And someone that you love dearly could be gone in a minute. I was watching, literally, I was watching yesterday or the day before a documentary on YouTube from the WWE. And there was a couple with two kids in Wisconsin. And there was like a Christmas parade or something like this. And there was this one kid. He had a brother. I think the kid's name was Jackson. They went to this parade, and while they were walking in this parade, a red SUV came speeding by and hit a whole bunch of people. Hit a whole bunch of people in uh, like a sports utility vehicle, like a truck. So someone was just running down the streets, racing down the streets in this heavy car, like a car that can really do a lot of damage, a truck, SUV. And it hit that boy and killed him. He was only, he was like less than 10 years old. Other people were were also killed too. 
by that incident, that one day, Christmas parade, family gathering, everyone was going there to celebrate the holidays and be together and be with their family. And here comes this one person that speeds down the street, hits all of these people. On purpose. Yeah. That, why would that not be on purpose? Like, what kind of what kind of mindset must you be in to hit a whole bunch of people, children included, and you're racing down the street? Of course you're going to intend to hurt someone and kill someone. And the story was something about, like, there was a domestic dispute. There's some sort of domestic violence going on. The guy was, I don't know, maybe beating his wife or something like this. And then he drove off in a rage. And then in his rage, not in his right frame of mind, killed all these people. And the only reason why the documentary came onto the WWE was because the kid that died, Jackson, his favorite wrestler was Braun Strowman. And it was his greatest wish to have met Braun Strowman, but he never got that. He never got that wish. He never got that moment to meet one of his heroes. And he had the action figures of Braun Strowman. He was obsessed with Braun Strowman because Braun Strowman is this like really larger than life character in wrestling. And after he died, Jackson, Braun Strowman, the wrestler, the character played by Adam Scher, his real name, he visits the family in Wisconsin and he meets the brother, Tucker. I think that was his name. Tucker got really badly hurt, too. He cracked his skull. He was in the hospital for a few days. The parents were fine somehow, but pain still remains. And it was not like they were thinking, I'm going to lose my kid today. I'm going to lose my baby boy today. But the reality hits that fucked up things happen. At any moment, it can all be gone. I'm bringing this up because, again, when it comes back to sharpening the mental blade... The year review of 2023 and what we've experienced and what we've done. Why the fuck are we feeling sorry for ourselves? We have to celebrate. We have to acknowledge our bigness. We have to acknowledge our greatness. We have to take time to reflect and rest. Just as hard as we work is just as hard as we need to play. Just as hard as we need to play is just as hard as we need to rest and recover and enjoy ourselves. I 100% agree with you, and I consciously choose that. I consciously want that. Yes, and I get it. Your skin, you've got this eczema and the skin neurodermatitis thing, and I'm sure that it's very uncomfortable. I'm sure that you have foods that you can't eat anymore. I get it. I totally get it. That I could not imagine what it would be like to not be able to move my body in the way that I wanted it to, because I have this fucking skin thing. I totally get that. I absolutely get that. There is no but to this. There is no but to this. What I am saying is we're talking about sharpening your blade. We're talking about sharpening your focus. Taking this time to really hone in the energy so that you can strike again. Because the moment may not be there. Yeah, your dad may be feeling left alone. But now it's up to him to initiate and extend himself and every single time i remember this every single time over the last few years that we ever gone to your parents place it was always him with that fucking car it was always him fixing that car it's like five years and you're still fixing a car that must be one really fucked up car that you have to fix 
Instead of taking time to be with the ones that you love and to extend that relationship, that moment is now gone. Yes. And these are also some patterns that I have observed within myself. And that that's exactly what I have been talking about. That I am aware that I am at times playing out patterns, for example, from my father, that I don't want to do. And that's why I'm saying I feel like I'm carrying all these burdens of those who came before me when all I want is to be me and to have the best life possible. But sometimes it feels like so hard to change because there are so many things that are coming up. You know, you've mentioned this several times before. You identify yourself as an empath. Is there a possibility somewhere in your mind that you associate the term empath with meaning that you have to take on other people's suffering? Do you have to take on the suffering of your biological father? Do you have to take on the suffering of your aunt? No, please, I don't. I'm done with that. So what are you going to do during this time to focus your energy and sharpen your mental blade? What does that look like for you? You mentioned Visoko, you mentioned Bosnia, the pyramids, the tunnels, meditation. What are some other things that you can do now, regardless of what your environment looks like, where you can sharpen your blade the best that you can? I've got to reinvent myself once again, and that requires me to go inward. I do say goodbye to the outer world for some time to spend more of my time and focus on my mind and my feeling world and to generate a greater feeling and a greater mental image of my ideal life and my goals that overpowers any limitations that I may perceive in the outer world as of right now. Bingo. That's what I'm looking for. And that's the point of why I'm bringing this up. 20, the, the end of the year is a time, my opinion, where we must model nature and we must go within. As we end this year and we begin another, there is a reason why a great majority of people use this time to celebrate. They celebrate with Christmas. They celebrate with birthdays. They celebrate with... Christmas parties, they celebrate with New Year's. There's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. It's been a long year. It can, it can be a long year. It can be a fast year. It can be a short year. It can be a great year. It can be a hellacious year. It depends on your experiences and your state of perception and how you see these things. So if you're not happy, you can look back on this year and be like, okay, why wasn't I happy this year? I also said last year I wasn't happy. Okay, why wasn't I happy last year? Okay, I know that my now I have to focus my energy even greater. What has to happen now for LifePurpose.com, for my life purpose, in order for me to get the things that I need so that I can feel my best, so that I can give my best and make my contribution at the highest level possible. It's not only about making the contribution at your highest level possible. You need to become self-actualized. You need to have the right environment. You need to have the right food, the right water, the right clothes, the right equipment. We've talked about all this stuff before. Yeah, and sometimes that's how it has been feeling for me in the last days. 
it feels sometimes there is this no don't say it. don't pay attention to this let it go there is no enemy outside what i'm seeing from you what i'm observing from you right now in this state is that it is important for you to rest you mentioned that you're going to use this time to reconstruct yourself to reinvent yourself and i think that this is the essence of this time winter is symbolic of everything dying from this previous year oh yeah and that's what it feels like i feel like there are parts dying exactly right now and as the spring comes everything blossoms and rebirths itself everything comes back alive it looks like everything is dead it's very dark outside there's extended darkness there's little daylight it's cold most people are too lazy to go outside because it's cold and this is the time where if a lot of people are inside it's not to be mindlessly numbing yourself with content and tv and food and etc this is time for you to empty everything out empty it all out use this time to cry use this time to sleep use this time to to rest use this time to recover use this time to nourish yourself and to give yourself what you need with what you have it's not about your resources it's about your resourcefulness who said that tony robbins so this is the time this is the importance of this season and this is why we are taking this break and as you can hear from hema this is why she needs this break at this time. She needs to figure some things out for herself. She needs to work on her mental state. She needs to reinvent herself. I need my break to physically recharge. I need my break to come back mentally tougher, mentally sharper, with more insight, with more maturity, with more wisdom, so that I can contribute to the next level what I can for the big ones, for lifepurpose.com, and move forward with my own life purpose because I've been helping you with your life purpose. But in the process, I've been also neglecting my purpose in life. And now it's time for me to go back within and figure out my purpose in life, my direction, where am I going? It's important to play as a team. And if you're going to be in a team, you've got to play full out. You cannot come in with a Debbie Downer negative state. No offense, Hema. You have to play at a high level. If you're going to make your contribution as a big one, it is so important to have the right mental attitude. That's why if you're feeling drained, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling you need a break, take that break and honor this time in particular. Because this is the time where we are closing in on the darkness. And as we transition from winter time, the days get longer once again so this is a very special period of time where we can reflect on what happened last year we can plan and create a roadmap for where we want to go with our lives and we can plan out how we want to live each day of our lives moving forward that's the beauty of this time in particular and if you do not give yourself enough time, what I have seen, because we've been making this a practice for the last three or four years, if you distract yourself by wanting to do work and not giving yourself that appropriate amount of time, you're going to burn out. That's happened to me. The difference is to actually take all that time, take that 
one month off and I'm really going to focus in on just no content production, no content consumption, just resting, taking it easy, doing the things that I want to do, the things that I enjoy, taking mushrooms, asking myself the questions that I need to ask and figuring out the next stages of my journey. I know that Loveland and the mountain home is a really, it's a big focus for you. And I, I, I absolutely want the same thing too. I'm just thinking to myself, I don't know how long Loveland is going to take to manifest. I don't know if I'm going to be alive to make it to Loveland. So how can I make Loveland here and now? How can I bring the love here and now and not wait, postpone that for Loveland? Same thing like with your dad. He's now in the hospital. Now he's asked, he's saying, I'm alone now. Who's here to take care of me now? What's my purpose now? How much longer do we want to postpone these things? How much longer do you want to postpone your life purpose, big one? Find, live, and unleash what you came here to do. What did God have you come onto this earth to do? Are you going to wait until the circumstances are just right? Because I guarantee they never will be. How much more are you going to keep delaying your happiness? How much more are you going to keep delaying your, 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 your life? When is it enough? When is it going to be done? When are you going to start being that big one that you know you could be right now? That's, that's the key. And how do you have to align to that big one version of yourself right now, 2024, as we transition into this new year? What's it going to be? Thank you for listening to the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you enjoy our content, I invite you to also join our free newsletter where we share exclusive content. Click the link in the description below or go directly to LifePurpose.com and sign up to our newsletter. And now back to the episode. What has the last year, 2023, taught us? about our purpose and about life purpose would you like to go in that direction a bit me personally i am more than positively surprised of everything that happened this year and of everything that we were able to create and manifest in the last year and i would say that my expectations if i had any they were exceeded what were your expectations my main expectation and my main heart's desire was to get lifepurpose.com up and running, whatever that meant. <laughs> get the website functioning and make it look nice and tidy and neat and for people easy to navigate. Because in the beginning, it looked all a bit, a little bit messy. Let's be honest. It looked terrible. It wasn't finished. It looked horrible. No, I wouldn't say that. We spent a lot of, yes, I would say that. It was I, maybe in progress. Maybe I am my own biggest critic, or maybe I'm a huge critic, I don't know. But the last version of the website was trash. To spend all that money for a developer to do it when I wound up doing it myself again. You're the man. No, no, I don't want to be the man because that's also a poor mindset. So you had mentioned this before we started recording to talk about psychology and frame. I am at a stage right now, and I'll get to your question. I'll have an answer for your question that you asked at the beginning. But I'm at a stage right now of my journey where I can't think that it has to be me that does it, that does it the best job. Because that's coming from a selfish, 
independent, I have to do it my way mindset. And I'm going through a book right now. I'm listening to a book right now by Robert Kiyosaki. He is an author of the Rich Dad series. And he wrote the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, which is a huge, huge book. A great book to read if you want to look up and learn more about financial literacy and being financially free. But in this book, he brought up a really interesting point about the mindset and the frame that it takes to move over from employee and self-employed to business owner and investor. And if I'm truly making that leap to being a B and an I, right, a business owner and an investor, I cannot be an operator. So to answer your question about this year, what what did I see from this year? What did I take away from this year? What did I get out of this year? I got the following. Number one, lifepurpose.com, we, if we want to truly have it as a business, we need a business system, not a product, not a service. It's a completely different mindset. We need to focus on a business system. A business system is a system where we have operators operating the website and all its functions for us. We work on the business. That's a big difference. It's a big, big difference. Same thing with the I side, working on the I side of the cash flow quadrant. So what I got from this year was, number one, you are correct. I am very pleased with the outcome of this year, considering considering that a majority of the work happened in the last six months. And I feel that we did six months worth of work in two years time. And what I have seen from that what I learned from this and what I got from this year, 2023, as we wrap up, and it's interesting that you opened up the way you did because I was going to ask you the same exact thing. Mm -hmm. So look back on 2023 and what did you get out of this year? It's pretty similar. So what I got out of this year was when it comes to purpose, our purpose is lifepurpose.com. Everything else is designed to serve and support that purpose. So trading, trading is not the purpose. It's a means to an end to support the purpose. Big difference, whether it be getting a job or doing a quote unquote side hustle to pay the bills, to have the resources, to continue feeding lifepurpose.com. Those are all a means to an end. Those are tools to serve the purpose, similar to, uh, an analogy that Casey Neistat used, or an example that Casey Neistat used, he's a well-known YouTuber, and this was a video he made years ago, like six, seven years ago now. And he said something about how the camera doesn't matter, the gear doesn't matter, what matters is the story. The story is the focal point. Lifepurpose.com is the purpose. And everything else has to go and serve that purpose. So when it comes to our big ones and their life purpose, what I got out of this year was everything that you're doing is ultimately designed to serve your purpose. And that's the focal point of what you have to be always having in the back of your head. So if let's say health and well-being is a big part of your life, that may not necessarily be your purpose, but that's a means to support your purpose. 
financial resources, where you live, the camera, the equipment, your source of income. You may have a job, you may have a business, you're not happy with it. It doesn't fulfill you, it doesn't feed your soul, it doesn't make you feel like you have a sense of purpose. It's just a source of income that you use as gas to get you from where you are to where you ultimately want to be. Where you want to be is in alignment with your purpose, living your purpose. That's where the most fun is. And in the case of your father, when your mom came by, that's what she mentioned. And that immediately stuck out to me. He had this experience with his health. And if, if the average human, if the average human in the West lives to be between 60 and 90 years old, his time, his time, he's get, his time is ticking. You know what I mean? So I think everyone at some point in their life thinks about purpose and thinks about why they're here. And the takeaway that I got from hearing about your, your dad and his experiences having surgery and now being retired, he's now wondering, what am I going to do with my life? My time is almost up. It can be done at any moment. Like for all of us. Exactly. I'm not taking any day for granted anymore. I don't. It, a huge shift in how I see every day. Every day is an opportunity to make it count. And that's the thing about being a big one. When you have that frame, and you had brought this up that you wanted to talk about framing and mindset and your psychology before we started the record, uh, to record for today's episode, I think that's a huge thing. And this is, this is what this year ultimately taught me is that it's psychology. My psychology was I wanted people to do that operator work for me that I did not want to do. And I wanted to have the financial resources to do that. Ultimately, it didn't work out that way. And at some point, the voice of my head said, you can't do this any longer. You got to do the work. You know what's in front of you. It's going to be, you're going to climb up that mountain. So... Start taking one step at a time now. And I'm glad I did because looking back on it now, okay, it's good. I know the system. I know how pretty much this whole thing has to operate. And now it's just a matter of generating cash flow, positive cash flow, and receiving income for services rendered through lifepurpose.com so that we can hire talent, we can hire people that are capable of doing this work for us to free up our time so we can focus on the big picture of lifepurpose.com and what it can be. And as I heard your mom talking about your dad coming out of the hospital and him asking himself, like, what am I going to do? What, like, what's my purpose? I got all this time now. I have all this time now. I'm retired. I just had the surgery. I don't have much time left to live. Like, what am I going to do with my life? I think there's a lot of people, a lot of people like that. And they need a source, a guide, or a, a, an inspiration. That inspiration. That's the word that comes to me. A platform, lifepurpose.com, where they are able to see what, other people are doing it may not produce all the money and all the resources that you desire however what 
does it provide you with? It can provide you with other things. I'm not saying that money is excluded from that or cash is excluded from that. But I am saying that it's important to look beyond the financial incentive and think about something more than just that. And I would, I would say like, man, it's a, it's a really terrible mindset or frame, a state of consciousness or psychology to not want to live your purpose because there's no money in it. That was the case for me. And I'm, it's coming to me now as we're talking about this. I remember many years ago, I wanted to travel the United States when I graduated from university. And I wanted to basically be free for a little bit of time and live out of a car and just travel around. I didn't do that ultimately because I wanted money. Then there were times in my life where I had opportunities for jobs that I thought were interesting, but I ultimately turned it down because it didn't pay as much as someplace else. And because I went for the place that had the more, more, most money, what wound up happening, I hated it. I got burnt out. I don't want to quitting and getting really sad in the process. Irony, isn't that? So this year taught me a lot about having a purpose goes beyond financial gain. That's nice to have a part of it, but it's important to show up, do the work, have a plan, be organized, and be the best team player that you can be. I know I went on a tangent there. What about you? What else did this year teach you? Hmm. We're not alone. We're not in this game called life alone. And whatever we came here to do, I believe I can speak for everyone. We're not meant to do it by ourselves. And I believe that we all need to be part of a group, part of a team, part of a collective, part of a community, whatever you want to call it, that finds together in a harmonious, co-creative spirit to build a bigger purpose. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You had talked about framing and psychology before we started recording. And I'm going to ask you now, since we're doing this, I guess, making this episode as a review episode of this year and what we learned and what we got out of this year, maybe share some wisdom with our big ones. What was the frame or the state of mind or the state of consciousness that you had to be in to exceed your expectations for this year? I needed to be able to let go, to pivot, and to be willing to do things completely different than I thought I would have to do them, to trust that unexpected ways will lead to the greatest outcome for our purpose. When you have an outcome or a goal or a destination in your mind of where you think you want to go or you think you need to go with your purpose, the path to that destination may unfold completely different than you believed, than you thought it would. And you just need to be able to embrace unexpected opportunities, unexpected pathways that show up all of a sudden out of nowhere that are meant to lead you to your destination. And they can come up unexpectedly, out of the nowhere, out of the blue. And you have to be willing to take risks and to embrace these unexpected twists and turns. So big example was the time you 
suggested to give up the old website that we paid a lot of money for and to completely let it go in its totality and start from scratch. And that was a moment in time where my small mind was saying, oh man, really? So everything that I put into the old website is all gone now. But the higher voice, the higher self was saying, no, you got to let that go in order to receive the bigger. So that was one example where I needed to let go of what I thought was the way to then get to the bigger timeline for lifepurpose.com. And just to chime in quickly, when you did make that transition and we did cut out all that fat from the website and we remodeled it, we regutted it and we rebuilt it, what were some of the comments that you received online about the website? That it looks great, that it looks neat and tidy. Other people said that they can totally see this become a global thing. That some compared it with Mind Valley. And some people were even surprised, like, how did you get the domain mypurpose.com, right? Yeah. And just that one decision to let go of the old website that we invested a lot of money for and a lot of time, that one decision moved us to the faster timeline with lifepurpose.com. But I needed to let go. I needed to be willing to pivot. What if what if you ultimately paid? What if we ultimately paid for a valuable lesson to be effortlessly simple in our action? Oh, yeah, for sure. And we were just taking the educational course from the universe. Yeah, that's how you have to see it. The way I see money and resources and the exchange of it has changed a lot during the building of lifepurpose.com as well. Um, I cannot be attached to numbers or money or what we had invested. It would, it would stifle me. It would stifle me. It would stifle the decisions that I make. And ultimately, it would stifle and prevent the growth of lifepurpose.com. So I, I needed in my frame, in my psychology, I always need to be as flexible, as unattached as possible with everything. Yeah, and speaking about frames, what this year taught me about frame and framing is to treat my work as holy work and to do my holy work with so much great love, wisdom, power, and effort and simplicity. And I owe all of that to you and your mother. So I know your mom listens to this podcast, so thank you so much. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. We love you so much. And it's been a very good lesson to take that with me from the time that I heard about her holy work to actually applying it this year. I've seen the positive outcomes of treating my life purpose as holy work and doing my work as holy work. This is so interesting. I, I'm listening to a podcast on leadership and a woman spoke today, she's from the United States and she runs a jewelry company and she spoke about a successful business and she mentioned the same thing. She says, she doesn't call it holy work, but she says, whether I am the CEO or the owner of a company, myself and our entire team, we treat all the work as equal. Whether I see water on the floor and I need to get the mop myself, I do it myself and I do it with the same worthiness of 
all the other things that I do. Major decision making or I have to mop the coffee from the ground. The same importance. The same importance and treating every single task as equally important and to treat it, as we say, as holy work and to not treat it as better or worse. Yeah. I'm, uh... I, I believe also that we were able to bring lifepurpose.com to where it is now and to be positively surprised about it, looking back on it, because we have developed our attitude and our mindset towards work, towards building something, towards creation in a very positive, empowering way. Because the old version of me, I was conditioned, I was conditioned to treat all sorts of work with resentment. Minimal effort. Minimal effort, laziness, cursing, feeling tired about it and complaining about it because that's what I have observed from my environment and from the people around me. And because I was able to shift that into treating everything that I do and that I do create with great love, wisdom and power, with effortless simplicity and to treat it as holy work, just everything got easier, everything got very magical. And if you really know how to love what you do, I believe you have a major secret for lifelong happiness because we are here to create, we are here to manifest. And we are here to use our creative powers. And if we use our creative powers in a holy way, it's gonna it's gonna make your life very beautiful and meaningful. Absolutely. You know, looking back on it, a lot happened this year very quickly, very fast. And it feels like the first six months of the year I can't remember at all because it was just so focused. I was just so focused on trading. But then the voice said, Hey man. You, gotta, you know all the setups now. You have to wait for your moves. Now it's time to move on. And so I did. And there was a lot of work ahead of us this year, me especially, because I know that, you know, you don't have that background experience, that knowledge. And if you were to try to do that on your own, it would the take... technical stuff. It would take you a significant amount of time. I mean, not that you're... Not saying that you're done where you don't get it or whatever, but... It takes a, it took a long time to learn everything, apply it, mess things up to now this time I was able to get things done in such a short amount of time. Even in the first two months, the first two months, all the stuff that we were able to accomplish and do on the first time around, you know how long that took me to get that? How long? That took me like almost a year on when, my own. When was that? This was when I had a different business. It was called GFIT Worldwide. And I was going into the online space for personal training. And the idea was to hire a team of personal trainers, operate it online, create an application where you could interface with a personal trainer. A customer could interface with a personal trainer online and do online personal training. And it's actually a very great idea. Yeah, this was, this was pre-lockdown, so... At that time, I'm sure it wasn't in people's heads, online personal training, visually me with a personal trainer. But then the lockdown happened and now it's like, wow, that's a genius idea. So I was ahead of the time on that one, but I could see it. And anyway, for example, like doing stuff like that or having that experience, this would have taken a lot longer had it been like your first go around. 
So it was great to see how quickly things were able to evolve. This year also taught me, and I wrote about this in last Friday's Feats of Strength newsletter that, oh, wow, I actually do know what I'm doing. I just have to now get into the owner seat, not in the, I can't stay in the operator seat anymore. I have to get now to the, to the owner seat, you know, and that's a different psychology. That's a different set of tasks, different set of responsibilities. The majority of my time has to be on the numbers, financial statements, reading and updating the balance sheet, income statements, statement of cash flow, and doing that type of work and thinking, how do we increase the cash flow? What are some things that we can do to get customers? What do we need to do to innovate this and to stay relevant? And big shout out to you. Big shout out to us. No, like I really want to say that big shout out to you for everything that you have for all the groundwork that you have done. Like for me, yes, big shout out to me as well. But I am more of the thinker, the inspiration, getting the ideas, the creative work. But you are bringing it into the physical, you're bringing it into the online space. And big shout out to you for everything. And I believe what comes to me, what I'm hearing is what you have seen this year for yourself is you're far more capable than you thought you were. Not that I'm far more capable, it's just I did not want to do all that work myself at the time because I knew how much work was involved. However, looking back on it, I'm pleased and I'm grateful that I did because I see things that I missed in previous business endeavors. Okay. I see the mindset, the limitation. The psychology. The psychology. That's the bigger thing. Interesting. I, I still say this, like anyone can learn the fundamentals, the technicals of running a business. It's not very difficult. It's it's very simple. It's the operations, it's the system, it's the marketing for it, it's the product, and that, put it all together. And that's the very thing that I did not do. <laughs> right. I may I I believe I have I have had and I have the psychology, the mindset, the creative work, the inspiration. But when it comes to how am I actually gonna do it? I had no clue. To put it all together, to actually make it make it real. How do you make it real? That's the that's the difference. And from my side, I realized the significance of my mistake in the past was the psychology aspect of it. In order to build a business, you need a team. It's it's, it's a teamwork thing. Otherwise, you're self-employed. And I do not want to be working hard for the rest of my life. That's not. That's not my duty. That's not my focus. I can have the insight to be a visionary. Like I've, I came, I received the idea for the magazine. I received all these ideas. I can see these things, but in order for me to stay in that vibrational alignment or bird's eye view, yeah, in that bird's eye view, I can't be in the. I can't be like an ant. No offense, but I can't be like in there in right. the groundwork as you have said doing that for so long it's good to get this started we got it started now it's time to go up right you you have to stay in that overlooking frame exactly it's a frame and that's what this year was really significant of 
it's it's good that I got into the operator seat and I could see, okay, this is what needs to happen, this is what needs to happen. And it was great because you not knowing the technical stuff, you not having a desire to work with technology so much, it forced me to think even simpler. It forced me to cut down my language, to simplify my language, to make it so simple that an eight-year-old can understand it. Thank you. The SOPs, the operations manual, simplify it, simplify it. And I think that that's the bigger picture here, especially for our big ones. Like when we're thinking about our life purpose, it is great that we have some of the dreams and the visions and the aspirations and the ambitions that we have but do yourself a favor and keep it so simple. Keep it so simple. You, Emma, for example, we had talked about this in the beginning. What is LifePurpose.com? It's a media company. We went from that to somehow you wanting it to be a coaching company. You were fixated on that idea. I want to have an online membership where I coach people when I do all this stuff, but you don't have coaching experience. Play to what you're gravitating towards you see that's the thing that's the importance of this it when you are setting out on a journey there is an element of you being flexible enough to pivot and to steer course or whatever but if let's say your destination is point b right and you're at point a you're not going to want to go all the way to point z to then go to point x to then go, go to point f to then make it to finally to point b Keep your path very straight, very simple, and just keep your focus on that. And I'm very grateful that we got to this stage of the journey because now we've released so many episodes of the LifePurpose.com podcast. You've got some interviews. You uploaded your first YouTube interview, and it's already got a couple of hundred views. So that's great. We got the newsletter going. We've got people subscribing. That's great. That's awesome. And we have now the idea for the digital magazine. We're going to release the first issue in February, sometime in February or sometime in, in quarter one, 2022. That's awesome. And it's just about keeping it really simple. The 10-year vision for LifePurpose.com may be doing documentaries and movies and like selling out stadiums where you have... Tyler Perry's, the Tyler Perry's of the world and the, the Lisa Nichols of the world coming in to speak and to speak about their purpose in life. Maybe that's 10 years from now, but start where you are right now. Yes. And that's what I would say to the big ones. It's you're not, you're not going to get yourself to where you want to be if you don't take that first step. And if you don't know where you want to be. And if you don't know where you want to be. So it's important to have some type of a plan. Have a goal. Have some type of goal. Have some type of focus. And and do your holy work. Sometimes when I don't feel like it, I just I just have in my head, just Gabriel, give it hell. Just work like hell today. Get through it. You can do this, you know? And sometimes you have to be tough with yourself. Sometimes you have to be your own coach. You have to be your own mentor you have to be your own motivational speaker yes yes a hundred percent it's easy to listen to motivational tapes it's easy to 
listen to an audible book for motivation or inspiration, but I believe the journey that we are on and really unleashing your purpose is to be that source of empowerment yourself, to be that empowering voice in your head yourself, to become the motivation that you need, to become the inspiration that you need, and to not search it from the outer world anymore. That's absolutely right. And I also believe that a huge part of the frame, the right frame and the right mindset that everyone needs if they want to live a purposeful life they need to have a focus. They need to know where do I choose to go in my life? Whether they're 60 years old or 80 years old or 20 years young, I need to have some form of a destination or a goal because otherwise I'm just floating around. <laughs> I mean, if that works for you, if you're happy, that's fine too. I was there too. And for some time it worked out for me and I was okay to just float around without a major destination but at one point I was tired of it and I'm like no I got to do something with my life I need to really sit down with myself and ask myself what are some goals that my soul and my heart are committed to achieve in this lifetime and what are some things that I would love to commit myself to in this lifetime and what are the visions that are worthy to be focused on and to be committed to. And it's so much more than just, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds or I want to travel to Australia. No, for me, it was something greater. I believe for me, it was something about impact and really playing it on a global level. That was, for, that was something for me I felt called and ready to commit myself to. We had received several channel messages where the constant emphasis was on lifepurpose.com and focusing in on that one thing. And I've told you several times before, I'm like, if this is truly what you want to do, this is a long term, this is the long game, this is probably something you would do for the rest of your life. You have to be really prepared for that. You have to be really prepared to live your purpose. And thank you for always giving me these reminders when I needed them because you have reminded me several times on the long game that we're in. And you kept reminding me of, okay, Hema, this is how this is going to be like in 20, 30, 40 years. Are you serious about this? Are you committed about this? So I'm very grateful for your gift of having the bird's eye view and for seeing the long-term picture where I used to sometimes perhaps get lost in the present moment or in the current situation. So having a visionary and someone who can see 20, 30, 40, 50 years into the future and holds you accountable to that is important. And it's great that I have you on, on the team, on the winning team, you know? You mentioned frame several times throughout this episode. And I have to ask you now, what is your frame or what is your state of consciousness from the moment you wake up and you got this day ahead of you where this is your full-time job? This is you, your life purpose. It's, that's your full-time job is lifepurpose.com. What's the frame? What's the psychology? What's the mindset that you had have to have? What is the psychology that you have to have for yourself 
to do your work on the days when you're inspired to do it and on the days when you don't want to do it. I believe your purpose and the work and the creations and the commitment with that has to become one with who you are. That's the best way I could describe it. And there is no way to not get it done. There is no way that you neglect it because it is a part of you. It is a part of your, it's like your child. And if you neglect it, if you forget about it, ultimately you're hurting yourself. Ultima ultimately you're hurting your own life and you can't do that. You cannot afford that. So at this stage, that's really how I see it. Everything that I am doing and all the new things I consistently am doing and are invited to learn, it comes from a frame and from a mindset of this is me nurturing my creation, nurturing my baby. And if I don't do it, it's going to have consequences that I do not want to experience. And if I don't do it, if I don't show up, it's going to hurt me first and foremost, and it's going to delay me and it's going to cause much more pain than pleasure. And I don't want that. So I rather embrace the things that my mind may tell, may tell me to postpone or my mind tells me, oh, I don't want to do that. I rather embrace the immediate pain for the long-term gain of pleasure because I know where we are going and I know that all the little things that I may sometimes have resistance towards or even fear or sometimes feeling overwhelmed, I know that the pain of not doing it would be far greater than the resistance and the pain in the moment of doing it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And even then, that's an idea. That's a, something that you model from the outer world. Like you said earlier, whenever we have seen, at least from my side, I can agree with what you're saying. When I have seen people work, it's been resentment. It's been anger. It's been cursing. It's been, I don't want to do this shit. And that is a very unhealthy way to live your life. Yeah, but also I understand why. I understand why so many people have or had that attitude. Of course. Because it, it kept them in a race. It kept them in a loop because they're not going anywhere. They're just month after month after month and nothing is growing. It's just the same paycheck. It's the same people. There's no progress in a sense. And this is the importance of why life purpose, why... It is important to pursue your purpose in life because what happened when we decide to say no more to, for example, you living in London or me working, working for myself and not making any progress and not doing something that really fulfilled me. When we said no more to that, we then met each other and then the whole purpose thing just really exploded and evolved. Mm. And now this is our full-time job and it's like we're raising our baby together yeah and i have more energy today at almost 35 years old than i had at 20. why is that why is that it's because i am living with purposes because mm -hmm. we are working as a team it's because of the food that i'm eating now it's because of how i'm working through my day how i'm mentally approaching every moment of my day to be 
every part of my day is now very holy. It's very special. It's very sacred to me. That's beautiful. That's the holy work. And I have seen some pictures of you when you were in your 20s. And you look younger, brighter, more vibrant now than 15 years ago. Exactly. Why is that? So I've learned that this year, you know, also don't count yourself out. This is the other thing too that this year taught me. It doesn't matter if you're two years delayed. It doesn't matter if whatever, everything looks like it's not making any progress. It can all change. It can all change within a few months time. And that's exactly what happened. For two years, we were delayed with LifePurpose.com because I had to shift all the focus from LifePurpose.com to trading, take all that time to learn what I had to learn, learn what I needed to learn, and now I can manage both. So it's been it's been quite a journey, and I've learned from myself that I am I have a I'm capable of doing a lot of things. Yes. I'm capable of doing so many things, but it is not in the doing. Got to focus on a few specific things. And this is a huge message that I would share with the big ones. Like you think you could be so multi-talented and you're like, oh, I, I do this better than someone else. No, no, no. Shift that thinking. There's a time and a place where you may have to learn those tools and those skills, but at some point you got to focus your time on what's the bigger purpose what's the bigger picture here and I would focus all my energy on the purpose I would focus all my energy on what do I need to do to fulfill my purpose in life and make that your priority and use tools to help you fulfill that purpose so in my example I had to change my diet this year I had to make some adjustments to it and I also started cold plunging this year and I have woken up earlier this year and I have confined and restricted my work days to much less time so that I don't have time to bullshit and I'm laser focused as opposed to if I gave myself nine hours to work a day I'd probably find a way to fill up nine hours of my day doing bullshit versus just really like scrunching everything down into three to four hours. And it, I've been able to get done significantly more in a significantly less amount of time. Yeah, this year has been very exciting when I think about it. And what it showed me was that the work that we put in today is going to impact us six months from now, a year from now. So the work that we are now acknowledging and we're happy about and we're pleased with today and we're what we're proud of today is a result of us taking that first step mm -hmm. six months ago and we started this audio podcast sometime in july or june we didn't have all the fancy equipment that we needed to have we literally got some 60 dollars microphones that we put onto our shirts and we just have a phone and that's enough and it's good enough for right now. Yes. Get the right software and go. One of the biggest mindset realizations I had gained over this year was the importance of getting over yourself, the importance of getting over your resistances that you may have, because I realized that as long as I just keep moving, as long as I just keep taking the next step, 
And then the next step, everything that I need will meet me halfway, but I need to keep showing up. I need to continue setting the initiative. And as long as I just keep moving, God will meet me halfway. And the resources, the right people, the tools, and everything that we need is going to move towards me as well, as long as I just keep moving. But if I stop, everything else is going to stop too. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.